New on Curiosity Street. Louis B. Mayer, Jack Warner, William Fox. Hollywood was the city of dreams, but the beginnings were a nightmare. You will never work in this town again! It's Titans, the rise of Hollywood. And Merapi, one of the world's most active volcanoes. Can we better predict its next deadly eruption? A new expedition hunts for life-saving answers on exploring the volcano. Watch now on Curiosity Stream. Annual plans are $20, just $1.67 a month. Visit CuriosityStream.com. Welcome to the New Heights Show on Education. I'm Pamela Clark, founder and director of the New Heights Educational Group. And I'm here with David Smith, the founder of Silicon Valley High School, who has helped us get these podcasts produced and delivered to you. Yes, Pamela, when we saw the great things that you and your army of volunteers were achieving at New Heights, we wanted to get involved. We're happy to work with you to leverage the internet and make quality education accessible and affordable to everyone, everywhere. Thank you, David. We appreciate Silicon Valley High School helping us to get these podcasts out to the hundreds of thousands of listeners from all over the world. So I hope you enjoy the show. Happy Thursday, folks. This is Erica with the NHEG radio show. Um, we're one more one more day uh, to the weekend, so I hope everybody has a great one. Today, we'll be speaking about macular degeneration. I picked this topic because it is actually very prevalent in the U.S. population. Um, and of course, macular macular degeneration can um, lead to bl- lead to blindness, which is, you know, can deeply affect both the blind person, their family, um, that sort of thing. So I thought this was an important topic to explore. Before we get into today's main topic, though, I want to remind everybody about a few things. I'd encourage you to check out Buffy Williams' show. She is my compatriot in crime here as far as the NHEG radio show family. Her show is Tuesday nights at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. She focuses on education. So if you're interested in our educational system and what is going on with it, especially with regards to, you know, how things are set up now. Um, Please check her out. She has a lot of good information, both historical and current. So a couple of other things. If you'd like to chat with me, I also have a Zoom meeting up. My Zoom meeting can be reached at 1-646-558- 8656. This is a New York number, so regular long distance charges will apply. Our Zoom meeting number ID is 465-172-882. I do have my chat window open, so if you'd like to chat with me, um, just go ahead and I will see your question in the in the chat window here. So let's get started with macular degeneration. 
So macular degeneration, uh, degeneration what is it? Um, I'm sure a lot of people have heard about it. I have a couple of friends who have it, although they are being treated and maintained. So their macular degeneration has not progressed to severe problems as of yet. So macular degeneration is caused by the deterioration of the central portion, portion of the retina, the inside back layer of the eye that records images we see and sends them via the optic nerve from the eye to the brain. So basically, the eye is like a camera lens, basically, and it's connected to a nerve that goes directly into our brain and it translate, translates for us the images we see. Macular degeneration affects the very center point of that lens that is our eye. So what it does is there is a layer called the macula behind our retina and it affects that layer, it starts breaking it down, and that's where we get the vision problems. It starts in the center of the eye, so your center, your central, your your field of vision, you will see your center um, go out first, basically. It, it will be the first to be affected. Um, the macula allows us to do things such as read, drive a car, recognize faces, and see objects in fine detail. Macular degeneration is the leading cause of vision loss, having more cases than glaucoma or and cataracts combined. That was quite a figure when I when I saw that. It was pretty startling. Um, the estimated figure of people affected with macular degeneration is 10 million Americans. They do suffer from some form of macular degeneration. I'm going to call, um, I'm going to call it MD for short. So there are two types of macular degeneration. The first is wet. Wet macular degeneration is caused by the deterioration of the central portion of the retina, the inside back layer of the eye that records images we see and sends them via the optic nerve for the eye. Oh, sorry, excuse me. Um, excuse me, let me back up. I told you about macular degeneration in general. So wet, this is the loss of vision caused by abnormal blood vessels growing under the retina and the macula. So basically what happens in what they call wet MD is your body, for whatever reason, starts growing new blood vessels under the macula, under the retina. And what happens is that it causes the macula to bulge or in some cases even detach um, and it causes distortion or destruction of um, the central point of your eyesight. 
Um, so again, you can see things like a have a have a spot right in front of you that's completely dark and completely blank and have no um, vision in that spot, you know, at all. And or you can have you can see lines, but they are interrupted or they're wavy. Um, that's due to the bulging, the distortion in the macula in the eye, and that's why you have you have these issues. Um, <clears throat> so, what they consider to be wet, it's rapid and severe. This type of MD is characterized by spots in the central vision. Um, again, it's because of blood and fluid buildup behind the eye, um, trapped under the macula. Peripheral vision is rarely effective. Affected, excuse me. Peripheral vision is rarely affected. It is important for people with this condition to have regular eye appointments as high-risk patients may not see any visual deterioration, yet blood vessels have already begun to grow beneath the macula. So basically, those blood vessels can be forming under your macula and you not see any any negative effects for, for a while. Um, so it's always good if you think you have a risk factor to go and see your doctor um, frequently, you know, standard standard eye checkups are once a year. If they do find you have macular degeneration, they may want to see you more frequently. Um, we will discuss what some risk factors are of macular degeneration in a little bit here. Um, first, I would like to go to a break so you can listen to some of the things that NHEG has going on um, this year. Right now, you might be struggling through your classes or even failing them. You might be worried that you may not finish high school. There might have even been a thought that you may not be smart enough. Well, the New Heights Educational Group begs to differ. We not only think you are smart enough, but with our help, you will complete your high school diploma. The New Heights Educational Group strives to improve your academic success through its tutoring services. To learn more, please visit newheightseducation.org and contact us. New Heights Educational Group, educational resources to help reach your goals. Hello, welcome back to the New Heights Show on Education. I am your host, Erica Hansen. Today we're talking about macular degeneration. It's a leading cause of blindness in the American public. So last segment, I was talking about the definition of MD, um, which is when the macula of your eye, the piece of the eye that allows us, tra basically translates images and sends it down to the optic nerve for our brain to interpret. Um, when, that, when that piece of the eye gets damaged, and we start to lose vision. Mostly, when you first start seeing macular degeneration, it affects the center of your vision because the macula is is basically centered at the back of the eye. And I also mentioned that there are two types of MD, and we discussed wet um, macular degeneration. This is when 
blood vessels grow in the back of the eye um, underneath the macula. They just start growing and eventually they basically they burst and fluid and blood start you know flowing behind the macula causing loss of vision. Um, wet macula um, MD is rapid and secure, uh, severe. So again, you really need to be checked out if you think you might have a risk factor for that. Dry MD. Dry is a form that we commonly would think about if you're growing older and losing your vision. This is something um, that's common in older folks. So again, it's associated with age. That happens to, do, happens to be the thinning of the retina. Um, it can cause a functional loss of vision. So as you grow older, the retina and the macula become thinner just, just because of age, you know, uh, long-term use. They become thinner, and so it becomes more difficult to see. Um, it causes difficulty reading, driving a car at night, um, blurry or fluctuating vision. Um, the form is considered dry because there's no blood or fluid leakage. The problem is caused by the thinning of the retina itself. Dry MD is usually slow and gradual. So a lot of people are affected by this. Um, it's pretty typical from my understanding. Um, if somebody says that they are having trouble and they are older, um, and they are, you know, their eyes are growing worse over the years. It's possible that this is what they're talking about, dry macular degeneration. Um, again, it is due to just age and, you know, years of using the eyes, which we can't help. I mean, that's things grow thin, and you know, eventually your sight can be affected. Um, so being that that is how the two types of macular degeneration and how they present when they start happening in a, in a person's eyes, um, here are some stages of macular degeneration, um, this is basically for both, is my understanding. Both dry and wet MD can um, show these symptoms. So early stages of macular, macular degeneration. Um, this is atrophic MD, which basically means your, your eyes are atroph atrophying, basically. They're, they're getting... Um, again, age or deposits or things like that. Um, so with early stage MD, most people do not have any vision loss at the very beginning of MD. Regular eye appointments are necessary, especially if a patient has risk factors, which again, I mentioned we will talk about a little bit about later. Um, the specialist searches for yellow deposits called drusen beneath the macula. Again, there are deposits that can end up behind the macula. 
they're called drusen, that can affect the macula and start pretty much. At One Day University, we feature hundreds of top-rated professors from Stanford, Harvard, Michigan, Texas, UCLA, and other schools across the world to explore history, music, politics, art, science, and much more. Every Wednesday, our weekly scholar newsletter includes five fascinating short video clips of our most notable professors discussing a brand new topic, plus special reports and topical debates as well. Sign up for free at OneDayU.com. That's O-N-E-D-A-Y-U.com bending or detaching the macula um, from the eye and of course that causes the vision loss. So um, physicians do look for this um, whenever they whenever they have a meeting with the patient they suspect have has MD or has a a risk of MD. Um, Intermediate macular degeneration This is when vision loss begins, although there may or may not be symptoms that the patient can detect. That's interesting to me because what this is saying is that you can have vision loss, but it may be so minute that the patient doesn't initially spot it. Um, At this point, a complete eye exam with additional testing is used to locate, again, the drusen I spoke about, the deposits in the eye that cause the problems with the macula. Um, And also they look for abnormal pigmentation of the retina, which is another indicator that you may have MD. Um, So late stage MD, um, vision loss is apparent to both you and your physician. This is when you start seeing the dark circles in the center of your eye. Perhaps it actually spreads to your entire visual field. Um, so, you know, again, I wanted to look at this because it it is very, very common and it's I was surprised at how common it was, um, and I think that it's worth talking about. And if you think you might have some of these risk factors that I'm going to talk about after the break, I would encourage you to talk to your physician. Either go to your primary care and get a referral for a um, eye specialist, or if you already have one, I also encourage you to get a referral for or. If you already have one, I also encourage you to contact them directly. Um, Let's take a quick break, and I'll be back with the stages, or excuse me, the risk factors of macular degeneration. This podcast is brought to you by Silicon Valley High School, the world's fastest-growing, video-based, self-paced, teacher-supported, fully accredited online school that's recommended by more than 96% of students. Take individual courses at just $95 each or earn your high school diploma at any age. Check us out at svhs.co. Welcome back to the New Heights Show on education. I am your host, Erica Hansen. 
Last segment, we went through the stages of macular degeneration from the early stages in which you may not recognize a lot of difference in your sight. You may not see the vision changes, although you may still have the disease because um, deposits or blood vessels have begun interfering with your sight. It just hasn't reached the level to where you notice a big difference. Um, intermediate macular degeneration, vision loss begins. Um, there may or may not be symptoms, again, that you can detect. And this is when your physician will recommend a complete eye exam, including um, other testing for MD, so they can really look in your eye and see what's going on if you have it and what type you have. Um, late late stage macular degeneration is basically vision loss is, is apparent, and this is when both, you know, you and your physician recognize, hey, I'm losing vision. This is the cause. It's time to move on to treatment. Um, there, I'd like to address causes and risk factors for macular degeneration. Um, right now, little is known about the causes of MD, um, but research is ongoing on this. Several ref, uh, risk factors have been identified, however. The first is being age. Those people 55 and older are at high risk for MD. Um, genetics, people with a family history of macular degeneration are at higher risk. Um, some of my friends actually have told me, yes, it's in my family, so I have to get checked. Um, even though I don't have it at this point, I still need to get checked every year because it is a possibility because it runs in my family. So there is a genetic component involved in MD. I just want to let you know that. So I would talk with your family, see if you have any medical records, see if you can find out from relatives whether anybody in the family has had MD before. It's good to know. Um, race is also an issue. It's a factor. Caucasians developed uh, macular degeneration more often than either African Americans or Latin people. Latinx community um, does not seem to development develop it as much as the Caucasian community does. Um, and lastly, smoking doubles the risk of mac macular degeneration. Um, so I would avoid smoking if you possibly can. Um, you might, if you are currently smoking, but want to quit, you would also probably, you know, I would encourage you to speak with your primary care. There are a lot of treatments, um, to end smoking if you'd like to quit. Um, but be aware that smoking does affect your eyes and it is a major cause of MD. So <clears throat> what is the treatment? for macular degeneration. Um, there isn't a cure for MD. Um, I wish there was. Again, um, more research is ongoing. I have a link to a wonderful site that explains what's going on with research as far as MD and explains some of the treatments that are available in more detail. 
I link this in the show notes if you're interested in anything um, I mentioned here. I encourage you to check it out. It's very informative. Um, so basically what we're left with is lifestyle changes, um, changes in diet, exercise, and quitting smoking can reduce a patient's risk. So they do rec- your doctors do recommend that, um, as kind of a preventative measure for MD. I mean, it's not a foolproof way. Like I said, we don't know what causes macular degeneration right now, but we always encourage people to do that um, because it can stave off MD for for a while there. Um, it can um, it can reduce your risk if you do those things or it can slow the progression of the disease if you have already been diagnosed with MD. Um, protecting the eyes from ultraviolet light is also suggested. So maybe wear, make sure you wear sunglasses when you go out, make sure, you know, that you protect your eyes. Sun hats perhaps would help with this as well. Um, because ultraviolet light is, is damaging to the eyes, especially with regards to MD. Um, At this point, once you are diagnosed, your doctor may suggest a regular injection of a drug called ILEA into the affected eye or eyes. Okay. I've actually had this described to me by a friend. Um, I myself have eye issues and I've had to deal with a lot of things surrounding my eyes. So I do not like anything in my eyes at all. It's very difficult even to get my eyes dilated. I cannot imagine what it must, what a patient with macular degeneration has to deal with in actually getting an injection into the eye. I, I could not do it in all, in all honesty. Um, I, my hat's off to those people that, that have to do it. My friend stated that, you know, after the first few times you get used to it, the eye is numbed. Um, but still it's, yeah, I, I immediately cringe at the thought. So if you're cringing with me, all my sympathies. Um, but again, my friend tells me that you do in fact get used to having the, um, medication injected into your eye. Um, this, um, they are speaking about ILEA in this case, which is a, is a specific medication. There are others. Um, again, the site I reference in the show notes can tell you in more detail about what the medications do and what your choices are. Um, ILEA prevents the forming of new blood vessels. So this is something that's used mostly for wet, um, macular degeneration, the one in which, um, your blood, new blood vessels tend to form under the macula and sort of lift it up or bow it out, causing the, um, distortion or loss of the vision. Um, this this medication prevents formation of those blood vessels. So 
hopefully the problem won't occur in the first place. Um, so like I said, the eye is anesthetized when you get these injections. Uh, like I said, I really have sympathy for people who have to <laughs> go through this. I imagine it's not fun. Um, right now, that seems to be those two things, you know, the preventative treatment of exercise, um, protecting your eyes, um, and, you know, um, quitting smoking. That seems to be the preventative plan. Um, you get the injections such as ILEA, only if you have the disease already. Um, I know that the injections, it's not just one injection. You have to go back on a regular basis to get, you know, continuing injections to treat this problem. I would discuss it with your physician, um, especially if you've already been diagnosed with MD. See what's out there. Um, he, I know that this, this um, treatment does seem to be effective. So again, I always recommend that you speak with your physician before taking on any sort of treatment or, you know, don't try to diagnose yourself. Always go to the professionals. Um, and I would definitely recommend that you just be aware. If it's something that's in your family um, line, be aware of that. You know, I don't think it's anything. I mean, I wouldn't say be scared of it. I don't. It's it's just something to be aware of. Um, because I have eye problems, even though they are different eye problems than most people. I mean, than MD, excuse me. Even though my eye problems are different than other people and not macular degeneration, I do get regular um, I do have to get regular eye visits, so, but I would encourage people to do that if they do think they have this condition. Um, so at this point, I'm going to close out and I'm going to remind you that this show is at Thursdays, 2 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, or 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Again, I do have a Zoom chat, or you can reach me by email. My email is Erica, E-R-I-K-A, H is in Harry, at newheightseducation.org. I look forward to your questions, comments. If, you know, if there's any anything you'd like to see on this show, a topic, um, an exploration of a previous topic, something a little more detailed, please email me. Let me know. I'd love to hear from my listeners. Um, otherwise, I have a great week and I will see you next Thursday. Take care. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Don't forget to rate us and follow us on your podcast player. Check out our show page, radio.newheightseducation.org, for monthly announcements and other happenings.
at One Day University. We feature hundreds of top-rated professors from Stanford, Harvard, Michigan, Texas, UCLA, and other schools across the world to explore history, music, politics, art, science, and much more. Every Wednesday, our weekly scholar newsletter includes five fascinating short video clips of our most notable professors discussing a brand new topic, plus special reports and topical debates as well. Sign up for free at OneDayU.com. That's O-N-E-D-A-Y-U.com.